Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoy listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. Hi, welcome to Deeper, our Wednesday Good News at Noon with Pastor Scott and Pastor Don. And those of you that are on the podcast, on the podcast yes. we are just so glad that you guys are with us as well. So, Hey, we started a new sermon series this we week. We did. It and looked so good. You were sitting up there at your table, and you had your had the uh, tent and the tent and everything in the background. Hi, Holly. Yeah. Hi, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Holly was kind enough to bring me my coffee because it wasn't done brewing by the time we had to get up. Hey, Holly, where's mine? <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, I, I love that Pastor Scott really got into the sermon series, which is Trailblazer, kind of an outdoor theme. He camped out on the stage over yes, the weekend did. in a he tent yep. and his camping chair. Um, I think I saw him brewing some fresh cocoa up there over the fire. All right, they're harassing me. <laughs> they know better. Yeah. Tommy, actually, it was Tommy's idea, and it was great because it fit in with the theme, Trailblazer. Now, I'm not a big, you know, I admitted my sin. I said, my hiking is usually like from the living room to the kitchen <laughs> and then all the obstacles in between. But you're a hiker. Yes. Right? Yeah. Pastor Don, I think you do some hiking. Don't all know? the time. <laughs> Well, you did some skiing, but how about hiking? But I no, I, I like to hike. I like so to a trailblazer, a trail breaker, a trailblazer was somebody who goes out ahead, right? Yeah, kind of like forges the trail, kind of creates that initial trail there. And I mean, I don't do a lot of snow hiking um, mm. just because there's not that much around <laughs> us. But I know that there are times where you cannot see the trail that has already been established in the snow. And so someone kind of has to go ahead and, and find that safe path yeah. for the rest of the group to come through. And I think that was kind of the best way to parallel that trailblazer. So that's the theme. And I just want to... Well, and we, we should be full disclosure. The original title was Break Trail. <laughs> and there was a certain pastor in this church that said, that's just a dumb title and we have to change it. <laughs> yeah, well, and then why, there was a certain, why, why did you feel that There way? was a certain graphic designer who was like, but it's so much easier if we don't change it. Like, we got to change it. It can't be break trail. <laughs> it worked out well. <laughs> it yeah, turned out. It did. So, so if, if, if uh, you can get one of these downloadable devotion guides. Right? Yes. Because we encourage you to do yeah. that actually. Yes. Uh, it, it's really very good. I find it helpful. Uh, it's where the messages, the message theme for each week then leads into the devotions for the following week. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be continuing this through Easter and actually a couple of weeks after Easter mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I guess we might as well go deeper right now. Let's do it. So the very first, mm -hmm. and so Pastor Don and I, and actually Natalie's going to preach the week after Easter, mm -hmm. the messages are based on this theme. And so the given theme for the week was Jesus never gives up on us. Jesus never gives up on us. Oh, I should, we should maybe back up a little bit to say that the reason it's trailblazers is because Jesus was the, like, the first trailblazer for us all, right? Blazed the yeah. trail of, of overcoming the grave, of showing us what God's face looked like, of helping us understand in a little bit more detail what God's nature was. Yes, he was yeah, definitely the trailblazer. He wasn't much of a breaker trailer, but definitely a trailblazer. 
for sure. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I mentioned in the sermon too, is that what he did and how he did it, and that was just totally different than anything mm -hmm. humanity knew to that point. Absolutely. And really it's still the case today because all the other major religions, I mean, what Jesus taught, what Jesus did, uh, who he is and how, you know, all of that is just, it's different. Mm -hmm. yep. And thank God it's different because uh, I kind of prefer it his way. <laughs> it's a lot lot better for us. That's certainly true. And, and then in the devotion, and a couple of the characters that showed up in the sermon were Peter and Judas. Mm -hmm. um, because they became kind of, kind of those biblical examples. And if you want to read more uh, about, uh, well, the Peter account, I mean, we've got a little bit of it here, but that would be, it came out of Luke's gospel, the 22nd chapter. And some of that specific story is right during and right after the Last Supper. And we're moving towards Holy Week, of course. Uh, but, you know, what, what did Peter do? <laughs> Jesus says, oh, you know, you're going to, I'll paraphrase, you're going to betray me three times before the rooster crows. Mm -hmm. And Peter's like, there's no way. You know, I'm not going to do that. Never. I wouldn't do it. And um, guess what? He does. He does. Poor Peter. A and, um, you know, he sinned. Uh, he, he, he was scared. They were going to arrest yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. And all that confidence kind of fell away. And, and he betrayed Christ three times. Um, let me read just a couple of the verses. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, Luke 22, verses 33 and 34, I'm ready to go with you to prison and even die with you. But Jesus said, Peter, before the rooster crows this day, you will say three times that you don't know me. And basically, you know, Peter, no, 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 no. And, and then, you know, they're coming to get Jesus. And at once, verse 60, while Peter was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned to him and said, told you so. Hmm. Uh, he didn't say anything to him necessarily. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he turned in this account and he says, Re Peter remembered what he had mm -hmm, said. Mm -hmm. and, and so the Luke rating repeats that. And then Peter went outside and cried painfully in the translation. I, I mean, he realized what he, he, he had done. Yeah. The, the point in the sermon was Jesus never gives up on you or me or us even when we sin. Because... Obviously, the rest of the story is that Peter goes on to become one of the chief architects of the church. And um, there was forgiveness for Peter, despite the fact that he did what he said he wouldn't do. And what I, what I tried to communicate in the sermon is, eh, that's kind of us, too. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a us. Lot of and not I'm going to go close that door. Yeah, a lot of times it, it's... You know, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not. I would never do that. I would never do this. I would not do that. And, and not necessarily talking about denying Jesus, but just in our daily lives, or we see somebody else do something, and we think, "Oh, well, I'd never do that." Mm -hmm. But like, do we? <laughs> do we? Do we do well, that? Well, I do on no, occasion. Do you? Okay. Um, All right. Well, I don't know. I think it was um, maybe yesterday or the day before in the devotional. It talked about, you know kind of how we're we look at things through these lenses of fear and and doubt and um and shame and sometimes that leads us to these decisions where as if we can remove those lenses of fear and 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 doubt and shame you know are we able to see that god is kind of there ready to walk us on this path versus 
you know, that fear kind of holding us back from really fully. So maybe if Peter wouldn't have been so afraid, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have gotten it. Right. That's what I was thinking when you said that. Well, you said he was scared. And I'm thinking he must have had been looking at the situation through that lens of fear, and mm -hmm. which led him to betray him three times. Yeah, and so many times in Scripture, Jesus says, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. But we are and, and can be. And there's been a lot of things going on. I mean, I mean you know little bit of an aside, but I just think of all the news out of the Ukraine, and then it's the talk of chemical weapons or nuclear weapons, and there are a lot of people in this country who are afraid mm -hmm. because of what could happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And leads us into some negative paths, mm -hmm. too. The number of things that could happen to us are immense, and the number of things that actually happen to us that we're worried are going to happen to us is so minuscule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the um, you know, maybe just to say a little more, because I got a text from somebody who brought a guest to church, and this person had been struggling a lot, and I, and I don't know all the details about what they'd been struggling with, but um, they hadn't been in church in a long time. And um, the, the text basically said that the issues going on in their life was something she needed to deal with. My guess is this was one of the things, is that probably she's done something, said something. Now, it could be some of the other points, too. Mm -hmm. But many times we know that we've sinned and fallen short, just like Peter did, which is why he cried painfully, because he remembered what the Lord said. We remember what Scripture says. We remember what, mm -hmm. you know, and then we do something, and we're sorrowful. But Jesus is always there able to forgive us. And so Jesus never gives up on you, even when you sin. He, he didn't, uh, you know, in our, in our more traditional service, we have a confession of sin on a weekly basis. We occasionally do that at the contemporary service. But one of the verses that I like is out of 1 John, and, and it's in the more traditional confession. It says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who's faithful and just, will forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And I know in yesterday's devotion in Trailblazer, it was talking about David, you know, being able to do that too, is he gave voice to the fact that once he let go of it and gave it to God so that God could forgive us, and then he was in a better place. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't we sometimes forget that really is one of the foundational reasons Jesus came. Um, did he teach? Absolutely. Did he show us the nature of God? Yes, he did. But the reason that he came into the world was really to go to the cross. Savior. Yeah. And the reason he went to the cross is so that we would have a final sacrifice for our sins. I mean, so this gets to the heart, the foundational aspect of what Jesus is all about, why Jesus gave up Godhood and heaven and everything like that to come down and be born in flesh, in human form, and endure all that he did was really so that you and I could be forgiven for the mistakes that we made. So we didn't have to have that barrier of guilt. We don't have to have that barrier of not feeling like we're good enough for God or for others. And I think um, the next two points you get to are really important for us because we can understand that God forgives us for our sins. And sometimes that's the easiest part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes the harder parts are when other people seem like they don't forgive us and we struggle with that or when we don't, yeah. and maybe the hardest part is when we don't forgive ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think going to what Pastor Don said, I mean, that act 
of sacrifice on the cross and of course the resurrection, but that sacrifice on the cross especially is the trailblazing, the biggest, I think, trailblazing aspect of Jesus. I mean, he went, if I can put it in um, movie terms, where no God's ever gone before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, but it's true. I mean, there is no other religion where God dies for I, no, I, It's so true. Yeah, all the other I religions mean, are God is a judgmental God, or maybe he's kind, but he's also vengeful. This, our God is, is all about sacrifice and forgiveness, and especially in the New Testament yeah, when you read more about yeah, that. Yeah. Had a few people join us. Who's joined us, Tommy? Why don't you say hello? Um, Bob? Bob is there, and I saw other people getting on, and now I don't remember the names because you put me on the spot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. So but sorry. we have had a Type few people. Again. I think I saw Jolene was yeah. on, and oh, um, Catherine from Germany is on, right. and right. a few other names that um, I recognized, yeah. and I had them in my head, and now I'm yeah. drawing a blank. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll forgive you. Okay. Yeah. Well, we won't give I up won't forgive myself. We won't though. give up on you. Really. Well, we do want to say, th- well, welcome. I mean, right. whether you're in the podcast and you're joining our community, because this is a community. I mean, yep. I honestly think it's this has been one of the things about COVID that's been great, is we've learned how to do community in different ways. It used to be you had to be in a small group or you had to come to church. Well, now there's a Monday a Monday noon community. There's a prayer community on Wednesday mornings. There's this this community. And so feel free. If you have a comment or a thought, type it in yep. by all means. Let us know. I mean, we're the ones doing the majority of the talking because we're the ones behind the camera. But I know you guys have got insights as well, too. So be sharing some of those as well. Jolene, you usually show sure stuff. Come on. Yeah. Ask a question. Yeah. So, so the second point, yeah. Mm-hmm. The going. second point was Jesus never gives up on you on me on us even when others do mm-hmm. think about a time when you've been given up on that is really discouraging remember one time i was a coach gave up on me um i just was there was going i was going through some stuff at home was i an eighth grader or a freshman i can't remember but there was some turmoil at home might have been seventh grader anyway it was in that middle school age frame and um and i was a, a, be, a one of the one of the better basketball players in the team and i just I just couldn't concentrate. I wasn't practicing hard. I didn't care. And um, this coach, and I maybe this coach has something going on in their life as well. You never know what was going on. They kind of gave up on me. They sat me on the bench, didn't encourage me. Um, and rightly so, I wasn't producing. I wasn't doing my thing. But it was so discouraging. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, it can be so discouraging when other people give up on you. Yeah. And uh, what a great reminder that... When we see those other people giving up on us, Jesus never does. Mm-hmm. One, one of the, uh, I, I read an article, a couple of people requested it. It was called, This is What It's Like to Watch People Give Up on You. Mm-hmm. And it was written by a, a young woman named Kate. And she shared her struggles with mental illness and, mm. and how people didn't understand Annette and just would walk away from her and just leave her and, and how devastating that could be. But it, it could be mental illness, it could be addictions, it could be, you know, relationship issues. Right. There's so many ways or, or triggers that could happen and undoubtedly all of us have experienced that one time or more in our life where somebody's walked away yeah. and, and it just you know, can rip us apart. Well, this Hebrew 13 sex yep. is so encouraging. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, you probably should just, if you if you got the outline there, should underline that word never. Because yeah. that's a mighty long time. Yeah, I, 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 in my message I said, you know, when we say never, 
Yeah, we say it never is like eh, until you really piss me off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when God says never, He means never. never. Yeah. And sorry, I'm hitting the table. Yes, right. that's we'll, my we'll fault. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard for the podcast people. So, um, you know, and think about that for a second. I, we've got some good friends of ours that they had a daughter who was um, a heroin addict, and I think at some point she. It might have been her junior or senior year, kind of really got heavily addicted and ran off to Chicago with her boyfriend and they just lived up there. Um, and eventually they had to stop letting her come into their home. They had to stop giving her money um, because they found out, and you know, this is over a period of years, of course, uh, that it was just kind of enabling her and what a tough journey, you know, that was for them. But the one thing that they would try to remember to tell her that in the, once every multiple months that she would call out of desperation or maybe thinking about getting sober or whatever is that sorry sweetie we we aren't going to do this for you but we haven't given up on Great. you we still love you love we still care for you but no we're not going to send you money you know mm-hmm. no we're not going to get you a hotel room whatever she was asking for until you have decided to get clean and sober um but they never gave up on her and you know it, the thing is god might not like some of her actions we might be doing some pretty bad stuff uh we might turn our backs or it might even be worse. You know, we, who knows what, what you guys have going on. But God kind of says that same thing. I may not particularly like what you're doing, but I am never going to leave you or forsake you. And uh, for those of you that have grown up with a harsh, punishing God, please let that sink in deeply yeah. for a second. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Linda uh, said that you know in high school she had a counselor tell her that she'd never amount to anything mm. in life. And so for a long time, that's what, like, she felt like, why should I even try? Wow. I would give up on that counselor. That counselor should be fired, <laughs> Linda. Yeah. But. And it's unfortunate when people do things like that. And I, I, I'm glad you shared what you did too, Pastor Don, because I, I think there's a difference between putting up boundaries mm-hmm. and enabling and, but not giving up. Mm-hmm. You know, love, continuing to love, continuing. I'm sure they'd take that call. I want to come home just like the story of the prodigal son and we're here for you yeah mm-hmm. but till um, you're till you're clean yeah don't you can't come home yeah. which is just ugh. but but i i love that i could see some heads nodding on sunday and i can't see heads nodding there now but i think everybody's been there where you remember something where yep somebody gave up on you but when jesus says i'll never give up on you never leave you never forsake you he means never that's beautiful well i think seeing like peter you know Mm. you know one of his closest people there and then you know seeing how peter betrayed him and he didn't give up on him it's like okay well surely i'm not doing as bad as peter so he must not give (laughs) up on me (laughs) well that kind of leads me into and into the hardest one yeah here's the hardest one last one last point it's the hardest one and then we're going to get to the other person i mentioned before too jesus never gives up on you on me on us even when we do Mm -hmm. even when we do and uh, this is where i brought judas into the room Mm. so to speak because i mean you know the story let me just read a little bit of that um luke luke 22 again so that would be where i really recommend you go Mm. um while Jesus was speaking, a crowd came up, and Judas, one of the twelve apostles, was leading them into the garden. They came close to Jesus so he could kiss him, which would be the signal that 
this is the guy yeah. you're looking for. Which, by the way, is not a weird thing. That's right. just how they greeted each yeah. other back in those days. Yeah, they Often a little they, kiss on the cheek. Yeah, yep. I mm-hmm. think back in that part of the world, that yep. is more common. They actually say, sorry, we're getting inside here. It's more cleanly. It, it, there are the fewer hands germs in, in the, kissing on the cheek. than on the cheek than yeah. shaking hands. So hmm. We'll start that this coming week. Yes. I we'll can't do, wait till we do our <laughs> greeting this Sunday. <laughs> uh, and... Back to Judas. He came close to Jesus so he could kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, are you using the kiss to give the Son of Man to his enemies? Traditional, course, traditional translation would yeah. be, do you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? Yeah. yeah. And, of course, the answer is, yeah. Yep. Um, he, this is Judas's sin now. You know, we, we know it's coming and all of that, but he sinned. But the difference I tried to point out between Judas and Peter was that Judas was so eventually so consumed with the guilt of what he did that he took his own life. Yeah. Now, point of clarification, uh, because I, I think maybe in a couple of services I didn't indicate this well. I don't believe that suicide is unforgivable. Mm. That is, was taught in some churches at mm-hmm. some point. Uh, I don't believe that that's unforgivable. That's not the Amen. point of the message, so to speak. The point was, do you think Jesus would have forgiven Judas if Judas, in his dealing with this tremendous guilt of his sin, would have con- gone to Jesus and said, I'm sorry? Yeah. And I think we, you know, our answer would be, yeah, mm-hmm. he would. He forgave Peter yeah. when he saw him at the lakeside, right? Yeah. And he said, feed my sheep. Do you love these? And Peter said, you know that I do feed my lambs. So he forgave Peter for his betrayal. Um, I'm pretty sure if Judas would have allowed himself to fall into the arms of God's forgiveness, that God would have forgiven him as well. But he didn't let that happen because later on in Matthew, it says this, Judas, the one, Matthew 27, the one who'd given Jesus to his enemies saw that they decided to kill Jesus. Then he was very sorry for what he'd done. So he took the 30 silver coins back to the priests and the leaders saying, I've sinned, I hand it over to you, an innocent man. The leaders answered, well, what's that to us? That's your problem, not ours. So Judas threw the money into the temple and then he went off and hanged himself. I was just thinking, I don't think it was addressed, and but it's interesting that Judas went and confessed his sin to, to other people. You know, I think sometimes mm. if we're feeling guilty, Sometimes we might, um, you know, have this conversation with a friend or something instead of really having that conversation with God about a choice we made. It's almost like um, you get a justification from a person that you're speaking with about it versus like it's the justification you would get from like maybe confessing that in prayer or something, you know, because you might have somebody saying, you know, it's okay that you did that. And versus like, um, well, if we have, if we like really take time to pray about it, then we're like really having to admit like, no, that wasn't okay. <laughs> you, know? you know, and that is part of the yeah. process is accepting responsibility yep. for the mistakes right there. One John, if we confess our That's sins, right. That's right. if we confess our sins, God now, who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us. that came to my mind as she was saying that mm-hmm. and, and, and going to that. We don't believe, of course, that you have to go to a pastor mm-hmm. or you know, a priest. I know, I know. We go directly to God. Judas didn't do that. He did go to the, you know, the, the leaders. You know, they could care less. Right. It was the wrong, they got what they wanted. wrong people mm-hmm. to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think it's okay to go to people, but, you know, I mean, we're people. We're not God. 
Uh, some people, sometimes it's helpful, I think. You know, we, we don't say you have to come to Pastor Don or me to confess your sins. Sometimes it's helpful for people to do that. That was a gentleman today. He okay. just needed to get some okay. stuff off his chest. Um, and uh, it, it was really helpful to yeah. him to do that. So you're always welcome yep. to come in and, and just unburden yourself. And Tommy will listen. She'll just take you right in their office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're always welcome to do that if you need it. But remember, yeah. Jesus, you can always go to God. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what Jesus made possible. Yep. Right, no longer having to go through the holy of holies, go through all the rigmarole and processes. Direct access to God through Christ. But I think it gets down to, and you, you said, Pastor Don, I'd agree that this might be the hardest one because mm-hmm. even though we know God will forgive us, I hope you know that, uh, and if not, come and talk to us. Mm-hmm. But even if we know that, sometimes it's still really hard to accept it. Mm-hmm. But. That's why we're trying to say Jesus never gives up on you, even if you have given up on yourself. There isn't anything that he can't forgive. Uh, that's why I went to the cross. We don't say that there's one sin that's so bad that it can't be forgiven, but, you know, the others are okay. There's no ranking, if you will, of sin. You know, the sidebar of this is that you've probably heard the phrase, hurt people hurt people. Um Unforgiven people are not very forgiven or forgiving. 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 Um, You know, people that have been judged harshly their whole lives, been told maybe that they're not going to amount to much, they often tend to be the people that are the harshest critics of others. It's when you are able to begin to understand the forgiveness that is given to you, like through God, even through others, maybe if you've been shown great forgiveness by people, um, but especially by God, it makes us more forgiving and kinder towards others because remember we all make mistakes mm-hmm. and it seems like we live in a world where there could be a little bit less judgment and a little yeah. bit more forgiveness seems to be there's an awful lot of judgment being passed around uh, back and forth now some of you know i went on a ski trip and i love it we we had a broad range of political views on this <laughs> ski trip really and we were able to have really good discussions because nobody was in a big hurry to judge Mm-hmm. one another for their political views. You could actually listen to each other. We were and, able to oh, listen. Okay. Um, and uh, that was even after a couple of beverages. And they were still able to just kind of listen. And it, it was really interesting. I got a grand, gained a greater understanding, as we all did, from different points of view. But if you're quick to judge yourself, um, you're going to be quick to judge others. Yeah. I was having a conversation with someone at the beginning of the week about um, sort of we were talking more about like religious upbringing and kind of how, what kind of God is portrayed mm. to you. But then we also, it was also kind of going over to kind of the people that surround you in your life can sometimes influence your perception of God. So yeah, if you are kind of surrounded by a lot of judgmental people, mm-hmm. or even in family or your upbringing yep, yep, was very yep. judgmental or lacking of forgiveness, not a lot of grace, then then you tend to kind of view God as that. And then it almost makes you, like it makes you, you're harder on yourself. You, It's harder for you to, you know, forgive yourself. And mm-hmm. But if you are surrounded by this forgiving, um, grace-filled sort of representation in your life, then that's kind of what you parallel to Jesus. And I thought that was interesting. I mean, we were just kind of having that conversation. I wonder how much of that is true. I don't know. Well, I I think it is accurate because I think, I mean, I've heard people say a number of times, well, I'm not going back to church because what somebody did or what Mm -hmm. the pastor said Mm -hmm. or all of this. Well, it it wasn't God. It was people Mm -hmm. doing it. And so it, it, 
I would it's interesting how we re- relate that to the actions or the the uh, sort of perception of God that we end up having. You know what I mean? Yeah. From yeah. certain experience, life experiences. I, I Remember, if you ever find a perfect church, don't join it because then it will stop being perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to say we're not perfect. <laughs> one one of the sayings I've heard over the years and used a lot is there's nothing you can do that'll make God love you less and there's nothing you can do that'll make God love you more and I think you know I have to remember that in my own life too so that I don't you know say you know I I can't be a pastor Mm -hmm. because I just can't ever get this right and I don't always get things right obviously but I am forgiven. And doesn't mean everything's okay, though, that's does right. it? That's right. Doesn't mean that's everything right. we do or say is okay, because there's also that little that thing that tends to take place in our society. You just do you, I'll yeah. do me, don't judge yeah. me, I won't yeah. judge you. Not everything is right. Yeah. Not everything is okay. What and, we're saying is when the mistakes happen, you don't have to wallow in guilt, and you don't have to think that God can't forgive you right. for the wrong things that you or others have done. Well, and, and the reality is, depending on what it is that we've done wrong, sometimes there are... Uh, consequences to that sin that are legally legal etc or it might be in relationships that Mm. do fall apart again it doesn't mean that forgiveness from God hasn't happened but there are ramifications to our poor decisions and bad actions too yep but on a more positive note um, I ended the message with Uh, the parable from Luke 15 where Jesus tells this story and it goes like this suppose one of you has a hundred sheep but loses one of them then he will leave the other 99 sheep in the open field and go out and look for the lost sheep until he finds it and when he finds it he happily puts it on his shoulders and goes home he calls to his friends and neighbors and says be happy with me because I have found my lost sheep Uh, Jesus is in the business of of finding us when we're lost, mm-hmm. when we've sinned, uh, he's on the outlook. It isn't like, well, wait, I've got 99 people over here who haven't, and you're not worth it. Uh, he's always in the business of coming after all of his kids, uh, all of the sheep, when there might be something in your life that you don't think he can forgive you for, because he has. And thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. Exactly. Tommy, you've never done anything you need, you've needed a lot of forgiveness for you're an no, angel that's right it's it's hard for me to relate to this message it is, but... very hard. <laughs> it's like a rose between two thorns sitting here it's very very difficult um we did have a couple comments yep. i think it was lucine said that she um really enjoyed her a conversation that she had with you uh, it really helped her and then um lois said that she was really looking forward to this message today because she wasn't able to see sunday and it's been a great um conversation a great discussion so good thanks Lois and and Lucien yeah I enjoyed our conversation too it's um well I I I hope you know and that's why we do this deeper thing now too so like Lois if you weren't able to see the message but you can go to the website too and watch the service Mm -hmm. and catch it there but this did a pretty good job of covering what we talked about that's why we do it this way so A little longer format, too, so you get to yeah. kind of share more examples and stuff. Well, and insights from you two as well. That's right. Not that I had much today. I'm uh, kind of wrong, so. Come on. <laughs> we don't give up on you, Tommy. <laughs> we don't give up. We forgive you. <laughs> we were having trouble with the computer at, in worship this week, and I said my sermon, the computer gave up on my sermon. <laughs> did, you, did you forgive the computer? and the, uh, You know what? The, like, I haven't yet. Uh, uh, so I have to go take care of that. 
I want to thank you for tuning in today, whether it's on our podcast, Good News from Good Sam. And if you are listening on the podcast, you can always go to our website too, which is goodsamlv.com, and you'll have links there to various activities or other resources here at the church, including the video sermons. But to those of you who join us on Facebook for deeper on Wednesdays, thank you as well. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day. Amen.